Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If now schools across Northern Ireland are to close from Monday morning, the coronavirus has seen to that. The First Minister Arlene Foster, along with the Deputy First Minister, making that announcement, as you know, yesterday tea time. The number of cases of the virus in Northern Ireland continues to rise. Uh, schools in other parts of the UK will close as well. Schools in other parts of Ireland have already closed. How much of an impact is this going to have on you as a parent, as a grandparent, you maybe as a pupil? Let me check what the impact would be on teachers and on head teachers in particular who are absolutely at the cold face trying to sort this debacle out. Uh, Kieran Macken is a, a teacher in uh, Newry at St. Patrick's Primary School. Kieran, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Kieran, I'm sure you've had a long career in teaching. Have you ever seen a difficulty like this before? Um, I'm 30 years a, a principal, Frank, and we're just in unprecedented times. I've never experienced anything like this before in my life. I have to say that I think last Thursday was probably the darkest day I'd ever had in education whenever the uh, the Southern Government decided to close schools and it was filtering back. We're, we're actually that close to the, 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 uh, the south here. We're only about four or five miles it, it impacted on staff, on, on, on children and on, on parents. But I don't want to rehash old arguments where we are, where we're at now, and we're now facing school closures and all the uncertainty that that's going to bring with it, you know. So what do you need to do? Is there a possibility, for example, on Monday that your school could be providing some sort of skeleton service for children? I, I'm, I'm quite sure your teachers are going to be on the ground, or am I wrong on that? How, how does it work? from Monday? The simple answer to that, Frank, is we don't honestly know. Um, what we're looking for and what we have always been looking for this past two weeks is clear direction uh, from, from the Minister. Um, on St. Patrick's Day, all our staff were in school. Um, it was that we had a staff meeting, it wasn't mandatory to attend, but we had a full staff attendance. And that was at a time when we, we listened to the views of the staff and how we were going to prepare. We, we weren't sitting on our hands waiting on school closures. We were in trying to ensure that it's not going to be remote learning for our pupils. It's going to be connected learning. And how that rolls out, we, we're not actually sure, but we're in, and uh, we're going to be in today for the next two days um, to make sure that our pupils and their needs are catered for. We have roughly 43% of children in free school meals, and that's a big, big concern. 
as to where that mail is going to come from and how that's going to be delivered. But at currently, uh, from last night, we got a, all schools with a letter from the Minister. Like it's a seven-line letter uh, basically telling us schools are closed, but that we await further direction. Um, so we, we are still in the dark in relation to how that's going to roll out, Frank. Would you expect that further direction to include the teachers being in their classrooms, teachers who are fit and healthy, being in their classrooms, doing something via the internet or getting packs ready or maybe distributing packs or sending them out to the, the children's individual families? Is there, you, the, the teachers are unlikely to be sitting at home or, or, or working from home, no. are they? Well, I heard one um, New York like, talking about an extended holiday. This is not an extended holiday for teachers or for staff. Uh, we have in, in our new principals group, we have 35 principals in, within that group. But I can assure you that over the past number of days, schools have been working away. All staff have been in trying to prepare as much as possible for school closure. We knew it was coming. We didn't know when. Um, but... We were diligently preparing for, for, for closure. You mentioned the children who have the free school meals and your concerns are that it would be challenging for their families to provide food for them because they do depend on the school, certainly for the meal at lunchtime, maybe for some breakfast clubs as, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what steps can be taken? Do you expect these families to get uh, a voucher or how does it work? Because they, they don't get any help during the summer, so they don't. No, no. I, I imagine it's, it's going to be a voucher system because, you know, we, we carried out, and I'm sure a lot of schools carried out, an in-house risk assessment in relation to can we deliver for the children? Can we efficiently staff the school? I mean, if we look at the direction that was given to us by Boris Johnson the 16th of March, we lost staff as a result of that direction because he was telling staff, who were vulnerable to self-isolate. Now, one message was seven days, then it became 14 days, and then it was extended to 12 weeks. So as a school, it wouldn't be, it would, we wouldn't be able to function normally at all. We wouldn't be able to, I suppose, deliver all the services that previously we could. So I imagine it, it may be, it's, it's going to be a voucher system of some sort. Now, you have children there up to the age of 11. Would you accept that at the secondaries and grammars they've got a a bigger problem or is it just the same problem with older kids? Well, unfortunately, I'm wearing two hats in this this particular scenario because I'm chairman of a post-primary board of governors. And again, like that, we've been meeting over the last two or three days and the issues that are coming across is what are we going to do for these children? What are we going to do for our exam classes? How are we going to cope? And again, teachers are, are very resilient and, and children are very resilient and they have been preparing behind the scenes. So, um, we, you know, we, we, we have been informed that exam classes or exams this year are not going to take place. So that may put additional pressure. That's our big concern, that it's going to put additional pressure on teacher assessment. That would be a concern, big concern. So if the continual assessment is looked at and a child gets a university place on the back of a recommendation from teachers at the local uh, grammar school or high school, do you think that could lead to, to conflict? Could it lead to, to fallout at a local level? Uh, unfortunately, I, I think it could. And it could, it could lead to litigation as well, Frank. That's, that's also a concern. Um, we don't we don't have the answers and unfortunately I'm not so sure anyone has the answers in this particular scenario but we're running out of time uh, Monday, Monday is coming fast down the tracks and, and we need to prepare 
Would it be fair for GCSE and A-level children to be sitting the exams in October, uh, considering that the A-level kids should should already have been at university at that point? It just it just seems like one massive problem after another. It, it, it is it is a massive problem, but I'm sure, you know, if you ask that question to a parent, they'd have a different answer. If you ask it to a teacher, they might provide a different answer. If you ask it to a school leader, they'd be providing a different answer as well. So, un- unfortunately, we, we, we don't have the answers in this particular case. And when do you expect to find out whether your school is providing a service for the children of nurses or doctors or paramedics or food delivery vehicles? Well, the, the message from the minister last night. We intend to send out more detailed information tomorrow. You know, I've been in from eight o'clock this morning. I've passed schools on the way to work. Uh, all the school car parks are, are very, very busy. Um, but yet, they're, they're concerned about social spacing and quarantine and all of that. But we, we are waiting. We don't honestly know. We don't honestly. But we would need it. We need it early. We need it now. And do you think the children will play their part in? imposing the restrictions or allowing the restrictions to be imposed upon them that are going to be necessary? Do you, do you think children are, I suppose, focused enough at these tender well, years to actually stay at home if their parents insist on them staying at home? Is that not going to, to lead to conflict within families? Well, Frank, we've been very fortunate here in St. Patrick's that we have a, a, a primary six, primary seven programme called Fixing Things, which is, has been developed by CRJ, and it's all about creating social conscience. And I'd have to say, as, as a school leader, as a principal, I was very proud of my students, particularly over the St. Patrick's break. Um, Newry, as, as you can appreciate, uh, is a, a centre where there's a lot of festivities around St. Patrick's Day, and People took the message on board. Children in particular were t- are taking the message on board. You know, in, in prior to, you know, the uh, notification of school closure, we were educating our, our children here um, through assemblies, you know, uh, daily washing and, and personal hygiene and all of that. So I suppose schools have been putting in place those programmes. We are creating a social conscience within our pupils and hopefully that's going to stand to them. Yeah, it's a very, very good point that the children are fully briefed, fully informed and fully aware of their responsibility. It's, it's hard on them. I, we, we, I think you'd accept we have to feel sorry for them. We would have detested this. We had, our, we had our own challenges when we were 11 or 12 years of age. But this sort of restriction, we never, we never had. And uh, we have to have sympathy for anyone from like really 7 to 17 who wants to be a 7 to 17 year old. They're going to have a darn difficult summer. Without doubt, Frank, without doubt. It's very, we're very, facing into very sad times and, and you know, as a school leader, uh, we, we've appealed to our school families to support the most vulnerable in society. Look out for each other. That's, that's the key message. And don't ask granny or granda to be the babysitter. That's the other important message within that. Well, as as a grandfather, it's it's it's, a, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when you can't go to 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 see your your grandson. It's really heartbreaking. And and particularly uh, this morning, I'm sending a message to my grandson, and I hope he's keeping well. Um, and I miss him loads. Yeah, and that's that's the other side of the coin. That, that's important too. And we tend to think of the child not going to protect the grandparent, but the grandparent absolutely wants to do the babysitting. I, I, oh, I hadn't thought yes. of it from that perspective. Well. 
Frank, just decided to interrupt you there, but we, we one of the highlights of our school calendar here in Sympathetics is our Grandparents' Day, a special Grandparents' Day, because we appreciate the role that grandparents play in the education and support for our children. And it is, as I say, it's fantastic the number of grandparents who come into school uh, to support their grandchildren on a daily basis. It's wonderful to see, and that's missing at the minute, unfortunately. Kieran, really appreciate your time. Uh, Kieran Macken is a head teacher in Newry. He's on the board of governors of a post-primary school as well, head teacher of St Patrick's Primary School and Nursery, and just describing it as it is.